The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. game slate on tap for everyone today so we won't waste a lot of time with the shenanigans but uh this is going to be a good one lots of uh, upper tier pitching with some punts that are worth the look let's check out your totals on the slate you got red sox yankees eight and a half royals orioles eight and a half giants phillies eight mariners jays eight braves Rays seven and a half mets reds nine and a half in great american small park indians brewers eight tigers rangers nine and a half waiting on Marlins Cubs because of weather, and there's a youngster coming up from Iowa to take the spot of Darvish. We'll talk about him briefly when we talk about pitching. Uh, you got Pirates, White Sox at nine with a mispriced pitcher there. Angels, Rockies, ten and a half. Astros, A's, eight. D backs, Dodgers, seven. Uh, and Nationals, Padres, eight. So, as you can tell, some very, very low totals, and then some you have a nine, two nine and a half, a ten and a half because you got Coors Field in play. So much happening on this 14-game slate. Um, your low team totals, what targeting will be D-backs, Giants, Twins, Brewers, Braves, and Red Sox. We'll start with that. There's more. There's, you know, 10 or so under 4, which is good for tonight. Because there's also 10 or so of 4.5 or above. And there's even 3 above 5. So we have a lot to to de- debate, to decide what we want to do. Let's start off with the pitchers and your high Priced pitcher on the slate is the one, the only Corey, the Klubot Kluber at 13600 at the Milwaukee Brewers. Great spot for Kluber. His interleague matchup he will have to hit, which is a little different for him, but uh, this is a guy that you know can rack up the strikeouts at will, and he's facing a Brewers team that strikes out 24% of the time this year. He is striking out almost 33% that he faces. Everything looks great in the Klubot's world. Brewers, the 3-6 total. Lefty's 266 and righty's 258. So if you're paying up, no problem using Corey Kluber. It is a high price tag at 13.6 with the bats you want. Could be difficult, but we will get to some cheap arms which you could put with him, and you can still make the world go round. So it will not kill you. you got Lance McCullers at 11.3. The second price guy is $2,300 cheaper than Kluber. So quite the separation gap. Not as much as last night with the Strasburg, but there is a bit. And McCullers, he's like all or nothing. Last time out, he struggled a bit. Still went seven innings, but only had five Ks. 
15 points. The time before that, 33. Two starts before that, 39. But against the A's this year, seven innings, two hits, no earned, seven Ks. Um, that was in Houston. Now he goes to O.co, much more pitcher-friendly ballpark. Faced this uh, Oakland team, which strikes out 24.5% of the time. His ground ball rate's almost 62% this year to go with his 27% strikeout rate. So a lot to like there with McCullers. The A's have a 3-9 total. Lefty's 286, righty's 295. So McCullers, he's, he's like hit or miss. He's going to give you the greats or he's not. So it's a GPP-only type play. McCullers at 11-3, also in play. Drop down to Aaron Nola, 10-1. This is a decent price tag on a guy going up at home where he likes to pitch a lot this year. Uh, you look at his home road splits. At home, he's averaging 25 drafting points on the road, 16.4. He's got a, a 2.46 ERA with a .91 whip at home. So definitely worth looking at here. 10-1 against the San Francisco Giants, a Giants team that is striking out more. We mentioned it all the time. 23% strikeout rate to go with Nola's 25.3 and his 50% ground ball rate. Uh, after the, Really, he had a couple rough starts to start, and he's been really good. Giants have a 3-5 total, second lowest on the slate, 299 lefties, 259 righties, and a very bad ISO of 137. First right-handed pitching. You saw uh, Zach Eflin somehow shut down the Giants yesterday. So uh, I'm not saying, you know, Nola could do the same thing, but Nola's a much better pitcher than Zach Eflin. So let's just use common logic here. And uh, he should, unless the Giants' bats, which are better this year, show up to on uh, today. It should be a good play at 10-1. So I have no problem starting out at 10-1, passing up on the higher-priced guys and saving some cash. The last guy in this five-digit reign is Luis Severino going up against the Boston Red Sox. This is a great GPP play because Severino is an ace. People need to realize He's an ace. You don't worry who he's facing. He went into Houston 45.7. He's a complete game shutout with 10 Ks. He's pitched great at L.A., against Toronto, against Miami. Uh, Boston got him, though. That's the one team that's got him this year. He's been basically 26 or more points in every start except Boston. In five innings, gave up five earned, struck out six, got you 6.7 points at Boston. So that's his worst start of the year. He's got it done against everybody else. Some very tough lineups. So 10,000 very good GPP play because if he goes off, he's going to be extremely low owned because no one wants to target the Boston Red Sox. Their team only strikes out 17.4% of the time, yet he still struck out six in five innings. He's basically striking out over eight a game. He's got 29.5% strikeout rate, 51% ground ball rate. He's had one bad game against the Boston Red Sox. So it depends on where you want to go there. They have a total of 3.7, which is low. Lefty's 307, righty's 251. Um, you know, you got the short porch and right, so it can be a little scary there. Weather's not too bad. I had mentioned weather. There's, it's blowing in hard in, in Texas between Detroit and Texas from right center. It's blowing out to right center in Houston, Oakland. Really, that's about it. There's nothing to really worry about. A great day for weather. But to back to Severino, GPP-wise, he makes a ton of sense at 10000 Super low-owned. Uh, definitely a gamble, but could pay off really, really nicely. So your four high-priced guys, you got Kluber 1, Severino 2, Nola 3, McCullers 4. If you don't want to take the, the Severino risk, obviously Nola's 2. Uh, if you don't want to pay up, Nola's one. I like Nola a lot out of these guys. But obviously, if I'm going to pay all the way up, Kluber's worth every penny against Milwaukee. But uh, I have no problem being starting with Nola and going down from there. Now let's drop down into the eights and the nines. We start off with Blake Snell, 8900 bucks at home against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Blake Snell has just been filthy, figuring it out really, really nicely. He had his first real hiccup last time up, but it's only he had four Ks. He's only gave up two earned and six and two-thirds against the Detroit Tigers. He hasn't given up more than two earned runs since April 4th, his second start of the year against the Yankees. He has been absolutely amazing. Uh, 27 or more DraftKings points in every start since uh, every start but one since then. 30 or more in three or four of them. He's been very, very good at 8,900 bucks, getting the strikeouts the way we want them. 
good ground ball stuff. Uh, Atlanta's only striking out 17% of the time versus lefties, but Snell has a 23% K rate to go with his 43% walks. And Atlanta has a 3-6 total, which is two, 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 fifth lowest on the slate. Lefties 269, righties 315. Atlanta has a standing Woba of 359, a really, really good ISO of 182 versus lefties. So it could be slightly concerning, but you're in the trop, a good pitcher's ballpark. And um, Snell has been just one of those unique pitchers this year. It's really, really figured it out. So 8900 bucks, he's in play. In that same matchup, you got a guy like Sean Newcomb at 8500 We would love him against the Mets, put up 34 points. He's got seven or more Ks in three of four starts, or actually four of five starts. Six or more in five of six starts this whole season. It's just a matter of keeping the ball in the ballpark and not walking too many walks. Cab man, an issue for Newcomb, and that's just something we have to deal with with the young arm. But Tampa Bay strikes out over 23% of the time versus left-handed pitching to go with his 25% K rate. That's that 12% walk rate that scares you. Got to worry about that because he's got good ground ball, low soft contact, or low hard contact. So lots like there. Tampa's got a 3.9 total. Lefties 361, righties 301. Tampa actually has a really, really good 349 Woba against left-handed pitching and a 177 ISO. So this is a sneaky game because it looks like it should be a nice pitcher's duel, two young lefties between Snell and Newcomb, but it's two teams that have shown the propensity to hit left-handed pitching pretty well, but both of those guys are definitely in play tonight. Zach Godley, $8,200 at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Godley's been very, very inconsistent this year, but he has the ability to put up a 20, 25-plus point night for you. At the drop of a dime, it's just uh, he's had some walk issues. And his bad starts, it's all about the walks. He's not walking guys. He's shutting guys down. So it's one of those $8,200 GPP-type plays. He's not comfortable for a cash, but he's facing a Dodgers offense that's just in a tailspin these days. They're striking out almost 22% of the time. Again, Godley's got twenty, almost 26% K rate, uh, 50, uh, 55% ground ball rate. So a lot to like there in a good ballpark to pitch in in L.A., Dodgers have a 3-7 total. Lefties 3-0-4. Righties 3-0-2. So he makes for a very interesting GPP play. $8,200. Last but not least, in the 7 or the uh, seven and 8K range and 9K, we should use the 9K, uh, Dylan Bunny. This is one I, the price tag. There's a few price tags coming up here I don't really, really grasp. But he's at home against Kansas City. Yes, his last two starts have been rough. At LA and, and against Tampa, both have beat him up. Uh, didn't even get out of the fifth inning in either start. Gave up uh, three homers and two homers. He just looked broken compared to the Bundy we liked. So maybe that's what it is. Maybe he'll be low-owned because of that. But uh, prior to those two starts, he was a 24-plus point machine. An absolute monster. Looking like the guy that left over from last year. So 7800 bucks against the Royals team. That's not that good. They only strike out 17% of the time. So you got that going for you. But um, the swinging strike rate is still great with Bundy at 12%. Ground ball rate at 23%. The scary part is he only has a 33% ground ball rate. So a lot of fly balls, which is never really good. He's giving up a lot of hard contact right now. So it's a GPP with Bundy. Uh, Kansas City's got a total right around four. Lefty's 351, righty's 305. So you got, got Moustakis and company from the left side to slightly worry about. But as a team, a 298 Woba and a 119 ISO are both really, really bad versus right-handed pitching. So the Royals aren't the world beaters you're worried about. This, this could be a get-right game for Bundy. Like the way, he's, the way his stuff's been working, sure, he might get beat up a little bit. Who knows? At the same time, this is a game where you can see Bundy just pop off against a not-so-good, um, let's say, not-really-good Royals team. So Bundy at 70, I think you get a discount this week after a couple bad starts. So in that 7, 8, 9K range, i got Bundy 1, Snell 2, Newcomb 3, Godley 4. Obviously, if you don't trust Bundy to be right, then you go straight to Snell and Newcomb, and you work from there.
Now we drop into the 6K and below range, right? I have five pitchers, five. Because this is interesting. Depends on where you want to go. But you can use some of these guys. Even in cash games, I think you can use some of these guys. And that's why you can get a lot of bats tonight with, with Coors in play. You could match up guys down here. You can match up one of these guys with the 7 or 8K guys. You could do all kinds of things and see what you want to do. But you got Luis Castillo. Yes, Luis Castillo. I know you're probably going, Bubba, this guy is not that good right now. He's not that good. I get it. But what you saw his last time out against Milwaukee, six innings, two earned, seven Ks for almost 18 points. Four starts ago, he had 22.2. They got beat up at Minnesota. Not great against St. Louis. He's been, it's a roller coaster ride. It seems like it's one inning where it all comes off the tracks. Because he goes at least five in most starts. He just has that blow up that's just like, wow, where'd, where'd that come from? If you don't want to use him, don't use him. But the upside is tremendous. We saw, we saw the, the, the Mets just go off against uh, Homer Bailey yesterday. That could easily happen tonight against Luis Castillo. But they do strike out 23% of the time. He's still striking out 25%. He has a swing and strike rate over 13%. And he has a ground ball rate over 56%. So he's doing everything you want him to do very, very well. He just slips on that banana pill and it all unravels. It's not like it's just like a hiccup. It just goes bad. So you got to pick your poisons there. The Mets have a total of 4.5. Lefty's 310. Righty's only 291 versus Castillo for a GPP. He has that winning upside that you need. He has the upside to also destroy your lineup at a moment's notice, but he has that upside that can be tremendous for your team. After Castillo, it gets even more interesting. You're probably, you're probably going to think I'm drinking early on a Tuesday. I'm not. You got Yvonne Nova at 6400 bucks. Nova has actually been a really good pitcher. His only hiccup was his last start out at Washington. Against Detroit, 24.4. At Philadelphia, 14.5. At Miami, 26.8. At Chicago, 21. First two starts of the year, not good. But he had that run there where he showed you the Ivan Nova of old going to at least six innings, not walking anybody, limiting damage, not a huge strikeout guy. That's just something you know you're going to get with Ivan Nova. But at this price tag, at 6400 bucks against a White Sox team that is striking out almost 24% of the time, a guy getting a ground ball 46% of the time does give up hard contact. It is a nice ballpark to hit in. In Chicago, they have a total of 4.3. Lefty's 394, righty's 305. You have no Yohan Moncada to worry about from the left side of the plate. That's big. There's still Yomer Sanchez, you know, Nicky Delmonico, um, uh, Daniel Palka, a couple others. But have I named off world beaters? No, they're guys that, yes, they do hit the box score from time to time with a long ball. That does happen. But for 6400 bucks, Nova, like even cash game-wise, I, I could see a 15-point or like I say, 12 to 13 point floor with 20 plus, I named off a handful of 25 plus point starts from him. Facing a White Sox team we've seen get shut down. So Nova at 64 is very much in play. Nova Chalk is not fun though, so pay attention to that. Mike Miner at 6,300 bucks. This is GPP, not cash. But uh, he's got about 14 plus point upside against a Detroit team that can be very hit and miss. You saw how long it took him to get going. All right, they had one big inning. That was it. One big inning. Uh, on Monday. So facing a Tigers team, a strikes out to do, 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 Mikey Miner, 19% of the time versus lefties. Miner striking out 26%, barely walking anybody, a 41% ground ball rate. Lots to like there. Tigers a 4.4 total. Lefties 233, righties 293. They have a really bad ISO of 128 versus left-handed pitching. So Mike Miner at 6,300 GPP wise, very intriguing. Drop down a little lower. If you want to play this safety net, uh, his name is Jeremy Helixson. He's 6K at the San Diego Padres. Yes. Uh, Strasburg didn't light the world on fire. Didn't do what many thought, but you got a guy like, like Hellickson coming in, averaging 12 points a game on draftings. He had 19 points his last time out against Pittsburgh. 
He's not flashy. He'll make your make your butt pucker the entire time he's out there. But he's facing a Padres team again. It strikes out 28% of the time. That's the guy you want to target. Does give up a lot of fly balls. But it's a, it's a ballpark you can give up fly balls. You got San Diego Padres team total of 3.9. That's like the eighth lowest on the slate. It's a total below four for a $6,000 pitcher. That is outstanding. That's something you look to target. So Hellickson at 6K in play. And the last guy I want to mention, and yes, he hasn't been very good this year. But A, he has a great pedigree. He showed amazing progress his last time out and last season. And for some reason, I know he's not been good, but $4,000 for Lucas Giolito is not right. Not right at all. His last two starts, 18.1 and 12.6. He's slowly starting to turn it around, it looks like. He's limiting the walks. The walks are what destroyed him early in the year. He had a minus 18.7 and 8.3, 4.8, 4.1. He was walking multiple guys in those games. Seven, five, three, four. He was walking a lot of dudes, not striking anybody out. His, his ground ball to fly ball, the last two games where he's pitched well, almost a 2-1 to one ratio. And that's at Kansas City and at St. Louis, the Cardinals. He shut the Cardinals down. Very respectable start there. So, yes, it's risky because Lucas Giolito has shown a lot of hiccups this year. But it's also a guy that pitched really well in the second half last year. We know what he can do. He was a former number one draft pick. And his last two starts have been good, so maybe he's figuring things out and getting back to normal. He's $4,000. There's so many batters you want to take over $4,000. You can put it with any pitcher and get every bat you ever wanted. He's uh, going up. Pittsburgh strikes out about 20% of the time. Uh, his walk rates are what killed him. That's what I was saying. But his hard contact's low. His ground ball's about 42%. All okay things. Pittsburgh does have a 4.7 total. The lefty's 348. Righty's 335. But uh, when it comes to Woba and ISO, a 314 Woba and 151 ISO from Pittsburgh or right handed pitching, it's barely average. It's nothing special. So, Giolito at 4K, I just want to bring him up because there have been much worse pitchers to punt with. And I think his upside... Literally, there's times last year he was getting you 25-plus points on the regular. This guy was good. He was a Dylan Bundy-type guy last year at the end of the year for us. He's off to a very bad start. Hey, to me, Giolito and Luis Castillo are the same guy on this slate. And Castillo's 6,600, and Giolito's 4K. Just depends if you want to gamble. If you don't, you go elsewhere. So the way I rank it down here, I got Nova 1. I got Giolito 2, Castillo 3, Hellickson 4, Minor 5. So it's going to be a very interesting... Uh, where do you want to gamble is the name of the game. So up top on your pitching, Kluber 1, Severino 2, Nola 3, McCullers 4. Remember, Nola's the one I like the most per price there, if you want to go that range. Uh, in the middle, Bundy 1, Snell 2, Newcomb 3, Godley 4. And then down below, you got Nova 1, Giolito 2, Castillo 3, Hellickson 4, Mike Miner 5. There's your pitching Let's go to the bats. Before we do, let me tell you about Draft. Draft.com, Draft in your app store. Great new way to play fantasy sports. Snake-style drafts. You, your drafts are done in under five minutes. Yeah, yeah, you get paid out the next day. It's a great, great format. Uh, pitcher, two infielders slash DHs, two outfielders. You're in, you're out. Tons and tons of fun. Um, and if it's your first time playing and your first deposit, use promo code SDSPORTS at checkout. and get entry into a free $3 tournament. They're also doing a ton of best balls for you NFL fans. Already updated with all the rookies for the draft class. So they got that going for you. They always have basketball, NHL, golf. So for the Players' Championship this week, great tournament stuff there. Always tons of fun. But go check it out in your app store under Draft or on Draft.com. Use promo code SDSPORTS when you check out for, for entry into a free $3 tournament. Now let's get to the bats on this massive 14-game slate. All right, we head to the catcher's position. They got Gary Sanchez at 45 versus Drew Pomeranz. Remember, I have no problem using Drew Pomeranz, but when it comes to Pom, you got to remember the catcher or 
he, oh, his splits are almost even now. Lefty's 315, righty's 328 on the year. He used to be a pretty good reverse splits guy. where lefties hit him better than righties. But the righties are starting to get to him, and we know how the Yankees are. So uh, Sanchez at 45, always a GPP play I like because people don't pay up a catcher, so you get him super low-owned if you want to go that direction. JT Realmuto against uh, Mr. Seng of Chicago. They're calling him up to start for you, Darvish. Seng has been getting destroyed. Um, very, very bad stuff. ERA above 8 in the minors. So this could be an ugly one. Miami could be a nice uh, GPP-type play. Uh, we don't have their, their team total yet because we're still waiting to see uh, what's going on there. But it could be an interesting play with Realmuto at 4K. You go down, you got like uh, Wilson Ramos against Newcomb at 37. I like Newcomb quite a bit, but we don't have Ramos against lefty. Same with Kurt Suzuki at 36 for Snell. Not my ideal targets, but they're they're in play. Uh, John Hicks of Detroit at 35 versus Minor. Another one, Chris Iannetta and Coors at 35 versus Heaney might be the best one so far. Uh, you got the Coors bump at 35. You got Iannetta versus a lefty. Lots to like there. Rockies 5-4 total. Lefty's 266. Righty's 399 versus Andrew Heaney. So a guy like Chris Iannetta at 3500 bucks is worth a look there. Jan Gomes against Wade Miley at 35 also in place. So you got some pricier catchers, which we've seen a lot lately. It's been kind of strange. Uh, James McCann at 33 versus Minor. Robinson Chirinos, 33 versus uh, Matt Fires. Fires definitely, or Mike Fires can really get hit up. The Tigers have a 5 1 total, so highest total outside of Coors. Lefty's 350, righty's 342 versus Fires. So a guy like uh, Chirinos at 33, big home run upside in that matchup. You go down a little farther, like Max Stassi, nah. Uh, we'll, we'll pass on that one today. Like a Tucker Barnhart at 31 versus Vargas. Could be worth the look. The Reds are alive again today. We loved them yesterday. We're going to like them again today. In their matchup. Um, other than that, you're gonna want to check out lineups because there will be some that open up. But yeah, Kelly in St. Louis, he'll be cheap around 2,500. Tyler Flowers maybe gets to start for 2,600 for the Braves. Um, like a Manny Pena at 25 versus Kluber, not ideal, but he's a cheap punt if you need it. So check lineups out for the catchers as always. First base, you got Freddie Freeman versus Snell. Not my favorite target, to be honest. Joey Votto at 51, can't hit lefties just fine. But Edwin Encarnacion, 4700 bucks. First, the lefty, Wade Miley. Make sure Edwin's playing because there's no DH. So that's something to keep in mind. He might be uh, playing first base or he might be getting the day off. So it's a great matchup for Edwin going up against Miley. Indians 4-4 total, lefty 342, righties 363 versus Miley. It's a great spot for him at 4700 Just got to make sure he cracks the lineup. You got Rizzo at 46 versus Urania. Not bad at all. I do like me some Joey Gallo at 45. First base outfield eligible versus Mike Fires. We talked about the damage he can do. And uh, Votto could easily double dong tonight in, in Texas with the wind is blowing in from right field. But I don't know if it's enough for Joey Votto because it will be warm there. Yeah, like Paulie Goldschmidt hasn't got a hit in all of May. He's 4,400 versus Rich Hill. So take uh, your, your poison there. Albert Pujols, 43 versus John Gray. See if Pujols, he should be in the lineup playing first base, but no DH, just something to keep an eye on. So watch that one. Uh, Jose Abreu versus Nova at 41. It's okay, not ideal. Uh, Mitchie Moreland, if you want to go GPP at 4K versus Severino. Same with Belt at 4K versus Nola, both GPP. Uh, you're getting a discount with Ian Desmond. I know he's been super inconsistent. He double-donged the other day on Sunday against the Mets. But uh, other than that, it's like it's all or nothing with him. He's batting a buck 88 on the year. But you're back in Coors, $3,900 bucks versus the lefty and Heaney that can get beat up by left uh, right-handed bats. So Desmond at 39 is a solid, solid look for you on uh, Tuesday. You go down a little farther, uh, Ryan Healy at 38 for Stroman for the power upside. You got Louis Valbuena, first base, third base in Coors against John Gray. John Gray is a pitcher I really, really respect. 
on a slate this big. I didn't feel like I needed to mention him as an option, but he's always there. But um, lefty's 308, righty's 299. Valenbuena does have that power at 3,300 bucks. Could run into some for you there. No question at all. Carlos Santana went deep on Mondays, 3,700 bucks first. Greg Holland. You can definitely target Holland. Phillies have a 4-5 total. Lefty's 316. Or Derek Holland. I can't get My names are all messed up today. Righty's 399. Uh, switch hit and Santana could be in play for you there at 3,700. Definitely a discount in that matchup. Another one I really like, Trey Mancini. 3,600 for Baltimore. First base outfield eligible. Danny Duffy is a guy we love to target. Baltimore's bats have been inconsistent. But a 4-5-1 total. Lefty's 264. Righty's 344 off Danny Duffy. Mancini's got some big-time power. In that matchup in Baltimore where the ball will fly, especially as it gets warmer. So Mancini at 36, first base or outfield is a very solid look tonight against Danny Duffy. Farther down you go, you know, do you want to gamble with Matt Olson? It's up to you. Lucas Duda, same thing. Adrian Gonzalez mentioned him as a contrarian player. He double donged. He's 3,400 versus Luis Castillo. I hate targeting Luis Castillo. I get it. If you do, though, he's been bad. Uh, Mets have a 4-5-2 total. Lefty's 3-10, righty's 291. So Aegon could be another cheapie if you need to. Same with CJ Cron at 34 versus Newcomb. I'd probably rather go Adrian Gonzalez than Cron, but they're both in play down here for value. Farther down you go, Justin Bohr at 3,300 versus Sang could be really, really good. I told you the Sang guy's not good. And get some, probably get some bullpen involved there. So Bohr at 33 could be a nice first base uh, punt play with some home run upside. And his matchup, Marvin Gonzalez, 32, that's left. He's really well. Had a big game on Monday, went deep. It's Sean Manaya, so I'm not running the target Manaya, but he is a cheap option if you need to go there. Uh, Chester Cuthbert at 29 is always a guy I like to look at. Um, other than that, maybe Pat Vileka gets to start again. He's first base, second base eligible at 28 for Heaney. So that's a super, super cheap Coors piece of the puzzle. Let's go over to second base where you got at the top Ozzy Albies, 5100 versus Snell. I love Albies versus a lot of people, but I don't know if I can pay that price tag versus Snell. I'm, uh, it's really tough. Same with Altuve versus Manaya. I'd probably, if I'm going to pay up, I'd probably pay for Altuve over Manaya, but they're both guys I'm not looking to run to up there at that price range. I'd rather go down to a guy like Azurbo Cabrera at 42 against Castillo. Um, with Merrifield at 4K versus Bundy, because if Bundy's on, Merrifield will be very much a part of that action. A guy like Ian Kinsler and Coors. Uh, the Angels are a tough one to target, but they're discounted. They're in Coors versus Grace. they got a discount. Get Kinsler at 3900 If Greg gets blown up, you can get the Angels pretty cheap. Uh, you go down to start. Jason Kipnis does hit lefties okay. He's 3800 Robbie Cano is one that I love, though. 3700 bucks for Marcus Stroman. Stroman's been really, really, really bad this year. Um, Seattle has a total over four. Lefties, 341 Righties, 320 on Stroman. So you get some Robbie Cano love at 3700 I don't hate that at all. Benny Zobris at 37 is very much in play as well. He's second base outfield eligible. Farther down you go, uh, Eduardo Nunez, meh, not so much today. Jerks and Profar, though, at 3300 bucks, especially if he's hitting third like he has been the last few days. Had a big uh, RBI triple last night at 3300 You could do much worse in that price range. Profar, second base, shortstop eligible. Good price tag right there for you to take advantage of. Alan Hansen of the Giants, 3200 is the cheapie you can look at. Uh, Carlos Azuyahe, if he's in the lineup for San Diego, only 31 versus Helixson. Definitely in play there. Uh, Lourdes Gurriel versus Paxton at 29 as a punt uh, is option. Uh, Blandino for Cincinnati if he makes a start. Second base, third base at 2,900 is a punt type play as well. Uh, Pat Vileka mentioned him at 28. Johnny Villar at 28 versus Kluber. I'm not looking to target Kluber, but he's there. Chris Owings, second base outfield for Arizona is only 28. 
So there's a ton of cheapies at this range. Ton. Uh, depends on if you want to really do that. I don't think you need to go below Profar. But if you do, there's those guys. Canoa 37 is a great tag as well. Third base, you got Arenado at 56 for Heaney at Coors. That's like, yeah, so far, that's the first must-play bat I've seen yet. If you're paying up for a bat, that is the guy so far. We haven't gotten to the shortstop for the outfield, but Arenado versus Heaney in Coors. Yes, you're going that direction. Chris Bryant versus Urania is not too bad at all. Eugenio Suarez at 47 versus Lefty yet again. He went deep last night for 21 points. We love Suarez. We love him much, much more versus lefties. And a good one versus Vargas there. Vargas got is, is not, not doing good. Not good at all. Uh, Cincinnati has a five total, fourth highest on the slate. Lefty's 344. Righty's 338. So get yourself some Eugenio at 4,700. Um, Christian Villanueva, we like to target him versus lefties, not righties. But he's 43 versus Hellickson. Mustak is 41 versus Bundy. Lefties versus Bundy is where you want to go if you're, gonna, if you're targeting Bundy. So that is the play there. Todd Frazier at 39 is interesting. Candelario at 38, but I'd rather go Valbuena at 38 in Coors. We talked about him already. Um, farther down you go, like a Mikel Franco at 3,800 versus Derek Holland could be a very nice, cheaper play that gets overlooked in that matchup when everyone's paying up for Coors and some of these other targets. A guy like Mikel Franco against Derek Holland definitely could go off. Philly went off last night for multi, like, at least 10, maybe 11 runs. They could easily do that again today against Derek Holland. That's something that's definitely in the books. Anthony Rendon's hit lefties really, really well in his career. He's 3,700 versus Clayton Richards. Richards, not good. We know this. This is proven many times over. Lefty's 240, righty's 360. So a guy like Rendon coming off the DL, you're going to give him a discount at 3,700. There's a lot of mid-price guys. Like we mentioned Cano at 37. Yeah, Rendon at 37. Franco at 38. First base, we mentioned a couple cheapies. You can definitely make some interesting lineups on a 14-game slate. That's how it always works. There's tons of options. Like Bregman versus a lefty at 36. He's been slumping, but he plays those really well. Miguel Andahar, 3,500 versus Pomeranz. That's another upside play right there. I could definitely see Andahar having a nice game against Drew Palm at 3,500. If you want to get a piece of that puzzle, the Yankees total is 4.83. It's the fifth highest on the slate uh, at the moment. So you could definitely get in on that as well. Brian Anderson could be a sneaky third base outfield at 34 versus Seng. Maybe Seng shuts down Miami because Miami's just Miami, but... This Sank has had a really, really rough season in AAA. So, wouldn't be shocked. Yomer Sanchez, if you're not using Nova, Yomer's only 3,200. So, he's a nice cheapie you could look at as well. Uh, Danny Valencia of Baltimore. He loves hitting his lefties. We mentioned right-handed bats from Baltimore against Duffy. He's 3,100 bucks. He doesn't do much else, but he hits lefties. So, that's a guy to keep in mind if you want to punt. He's very much there at 3,100. Probably cheaper on FanDuel or some of those other sites. Other than that, check your lineups. Just like you yeah, got Pablo and some other guys down below 3K if you need to go there. Shortstop Frankie Lindor has been absolutely on fire, and he hits lefties really, really well. 5100 bucks. Don't mind him at all. Uh, Machado against Duffy at 49 is outstanding. Uh, when we talk about righties versus uh, versus Duffy, this is something that just gets me. It tickles my fancy. One would say. I really like my site tonight where you have tons of hitting options that aren't Coors only. Sometimes you get those Coors sites where it's Coors, and then there's like, what else? You can't really target what else. There's a lot of targets. So you don't have to go Coors heavy. You can still pay up for other guys. You can get little bits of discounts, or you can go Coors heavy because they won't be owned for once. There's so many ways to go on this slate and so many pitching options. It makes it really intriguing. But back to shortstops, you got uh, Correa versus Manaya at 48. Not looking to target Manaya. I get it if you do. It's very GPP, and it could pop off and be tremendous. 
on a slate this big, ownership will be spread out so much. I'm not looking to be super sneaky. I think just being outside of Coors for starters will already get you on the upper hand, and then you go from there. A guy like Trey Turner at 4700 bucks. People are going to say, well, it's in San Diego. We don't want to go there, so his ownership is going to be lower. Um, again, you don't have to target ownership, but that's the kind of thing. And, you know, Trey Turner is a gamble. I'd rather take over Carlos Correa, and it's $100 cheaper. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Uh, Didi Gregorius crushes lefties. He's back in the Bronx at 4500 in play as well. Shortstop is that position you got to usually pay up for this year. Uh, you got Simmons and Coors at 44 but the play. Okay, I've named off like eight guys. Trevor Story, we love him in Coors. We love him versus left-handed pitching. He's 4300 bucks. That is a phenomenal play. You put a Story, uh, Blackman, two-man stack. If you're not stacking more than that, that's fine. It sucks because I love Machado at this position. I absolutely love Machado. I think Machado's going deep tonight. But Trevor Story could go deep twice. Not, not that Machado can't, but this is the perfect storm for Trevor Story to just have a huge night against Andrew Heaney. So keep him in mind at 4300 bucks. I do like that quite a bit. Wow. I didn't think he'd be priced that cheap. God bless you, DraftKings. Um, he won't be that cheap by the end of the series. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, Profar again at 3,300 for a cheapie if you need to go there. But And Hanson for the Giants at 32. But like most nights, 4K and above at shortstops where you're going to have to go. So you're going to spin up at the position. Outfield, you got Trout, $6,300 in Coors Field. 6300 Wowzers. That's outstanding. Bryce Harper at 58 is in play. Blackman at 55 in Coors. Definitely worth the look. Uh, Judge at 54 is interesting. A.J. Pollock's been hitting great. He's 5,100 versus Rich Hill coming off the DL. Not sure exactly what to expect. they got Otani and Coors at 5K. But then you're dropping down. you got Stanton at 49. A guy I love tonight, if you're not going into the 5K and above, you got Reese Hoskins at 49 versus Derek Holland. We already mentioned how you can blow up on Derek Holland, especially right-handed bats. Well, re- hello, Reese Hoskins, everybody. Paging Reese Hoskins. you got Kyle Schwarber versus Urena at 4,800 bucks. Urena's like that guy that... He'll put a good start together from time to time, but lefty's at 383 against him. So Schwarber at 48 could be an intriguing option for you there. You got Upton and Coors at 48. It's very much in play. David Dahl, not so much against the lefty, but it's Coors. And if they blow up the bullpen, Dahl could be huge at 46. And most people might say what I just said is, oh, he's facing a lefty. I don't want to use him. Well, now you just got him for super cheap. If he's hitting towards the top of the order, he comes much more in play at 46. George Springer. Mr. 6-for-6 six six with a dinger last night. Uh, he got 41 DraftKings points. He's 4,600 against Manaya. Not as nice of a matchup, but still, Springer's that kind of guy that can blow up on anybody. We got Mitch Hanniger and Gallo at 45. Both intriguing options in their games as well. Uh, C-Dick at 43. If you're not using G-Lito, C-Dick continues to rake. Uh, lefties can get the G-Lito very much, so 4,300 bucks. I do like that. Castellanos at 43. Had a good night on Monday. Another good spot against Miner tonight. Matt Adams, I'm going to mention him because he had two more homers. Uh, we don't target lefties versus Clayton Richards, but Adams is 43 if you want to go that direction. He's just been tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Uh, Nelly Cruz at 42 versus Stroman. Ioannis Suspedes at 42 versus Castillo. You usually want lefties versus Castillo, but Suspedes is his own breed. Another big night last night with two doubles. Uh, $4,200 could definitely be in play for you there. Adam Duvall versus the lefty Vargas at 41 is a target. Cargo at 41 is worth keeping in mind. Franchi Cadero at 4K versus Helixton. GPP only because it's, it's all or nothing with Franchi. But with Helixton, it could be all. Uh, Gregory Polanco, 39 versus Giolito could be a nice play if Giolito stinks. Uh, remember, Giolito's 4K. He can give up four runs. Just go five or six innings and strike out like five. He's still going to get you your 4K worth of value. 
That's why I mentioned Giolito earlier. Um, so don't be too worried about that. Desmond at 39 is still way too cheap. Like a Desmond story, Arenado starting to look nice. God, I hate playing all the Coors guys, but those price tags just aren't right. That's just not right. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, I love James Paxton. I didn't recommend him just because of the start he's coming off of. I usually don't like to target too many guys off of starts like that. He's really, really good. Teoscar's been crushing, crushing righties and lefties. He's 38. If you want to go a little contrarian, uh, people don't want to target Paxton, so he'll be super low-owned in that matchup. Guy like Nomar Mazzara, I was all over him yesterday. He's down to 3800 bucks. He was in the 4Ks, I believe, yesterday. Yeah, he's 4300 yesterday. 21 DraftKings points. He's been on fire, absolutely on fire of late. So 3800 versus Mike Fires is a very good good price there. Good savings with a guy like Nomar Mazzara. Delano the Shields as well in that game, 3800 bucks. If you guys need to see the highlight, he scored from first base on a ground ball to second. That's how fast he is. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Uh, you go down farther. Guys like Shinsu Chu at 37 versus Fires. I like that quite a bit. He's a good option there. Uh, Billy Hamilton went deep yesterday. He's 3700 if you feel like that could happen twice. Lightning can too. Uh, Aaron Althair at 37 versus Holland. I like that. Odubel Herrera went deep twice yesterday. Don't really like to target him versus a lefty, but you never know with the bat, bat flip monster. He could get going for you. Jay Bruce, the guy we liked yesterday. He's 3600 versus Castillo. Good matchup for him again right there. Go down a little more. Uh, you got Ian Happ at 35. He went deep on Monday. Michael Conforto at 35 went deep as well. All options. Uh, Joey Bats at 35. Not running to play him, but he's there. Same with Carlos Gomez versus the lefty at 35. They're options. Not ones I love, but they're options. Now you get Cole Calhoun in Coors. Yes, Cole Calhoun has been struggling. I get it. But he's 3,500 versus John Gray. Super cheap. Super, super cheap. Jacoby Jones of Detroit at 3,400. as a cheaper price option. If you so choose to go there. As we get towards the bottom, guys like Brandon Nemo at 33, Brett Gardner at 33 are options. Nicky Delmonico at 3,100 versus Nova. We mentioned Marlon Gonzalez at 32 already. These are some guys you can look at. Jason Hayward versus Urania at 31. Could be a punt we're targeting. Alex Verdugo at 31 is another guy you can look at and keep in mind. Um, other than that, you get to 3K, and it gets really, really interesting. Preston Tucker's back up, but you're not running to play that. Um, yeah, check your lineups, because it's a, like Nick Williams, but it's lefty-lefty. Yeah, there'll be something to open up, but check your lineups, because I don't know if you're going to have to go too low tonight. There's Gregor Blanco, if he's leading off, he's around 2,700. He's worth a look as well. So there you have it. There is your 14-game slate. Let's recap the pitching for you up top. You got Kluber 1, Severino 2, Nola 3, McCullers 4. In the middle, you got Bundy 1, Snell 2, Newcomb 3, Godley 4. Down below, you got Nova 1, Gilito 2, Castillo 3, Hellickson 4, Minor 5. Check out your BVP on this slate and get on our way. Gary Sanchez, 7 for 18 with a double and 3 home runs versus Pomeranz. Didi Gregorius, 8 for 21 with a homer. Brett Gardner, 9 for 26, a double and a homer. The Yankees have hit him very very well. Uh, ben Intendi, 8 for 16. Two doubles, a triple, two homers versus Severino. Mookie Betts, 6 for 19, three doubles. So not horrible either, but not the Pomeranz-type numbers. Danny Valencia has taken Danny Duffy deep. Just want to bring his name back up. Uh, Carlos Santana, 8 for 30 of the double, and two homers off Derek Holland. Josh Donaldson, 6 for 15, two doubles and a homer off James Paxton. So that's not bad at all if you want to be contrarian because he'll get overlooked. Travis Shaw, 4 for 11 with a home off Corey Kluber. 
Edwin Encarnacion, told you I loved him. I hope he's in the lineup. Seven for 16 with two doubles and three home runs off Wade Miley. Please, please put Edwin in the lineup. Uh, yeah, Joey Gallo, he's two for six versus Fires with two home runs. That's the Gallo special for you. That's what he does. Ian Happ, four for eight of the double and two homers off Urania. Hayward and Rizzo have taken him deep as well. Uh, da, 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 da. Marcus Simeon, four for nine with a double off McCullers. Nothing crazy. Evan Gaddis, six for 21, two doubles and a homer off Manaya. Chris Taylor, five for 14, two homers off Godley. Goldschmidt, six for 13 with a homer off Rich Hill. Other than that, nothing too crazy to look at. Zimmerman, five for 12 with a homer off of Clayton Richards. So there you have it, 14 games in the book. Check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. You got the always pressing PGA DFS podcast previewing the Players' Championship out and available for you. Bench with Bubba, episode 92 with Andy Singleton. Tons of fun talking baseball with him. Going over some recent injuries and some names to target via trade or the waiver wire. Um, you're going to have Jesse's work this week. Check out his work on Fanshare as well. Fanshare Sports doing some great stuff, especially the golf community. Tons of awesome stuff there. Go check them out. Check out the referral link on the Always Pressing PGA handle. Get your free month over at Fanshare, so go check that out. Go check out DraftDraft.com. Promo code SD Sports for free entry into a free $3 tournament when you make your first deposit. So much going on over at uh, Sports DJs these days. Go check it out. Check us out in the Slack chat where we will break down more and more as, this, as the lineups come out and different opinions take place on tonight's slate. But good luck. This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, May 8th edition. I'm out.